Episode 178 is here, everybody, with Nikki Costello, the holistic lifestyle, health, and fitness coach. We talked a lot about gut health. We talked a lot about mind, body, uh, how everything's interconnected, what we need to live pain-free lives, the Aldoa method, E-L-D-O-A, check it out. We've linked her up in the show notes. She's at dragonfly-health.com and myholebody.net. And uh, this was a fantastic conversation. If you haven't yet, everybody, please subscribe, follow, join, rate, review. I've said this a million times. I'll probably say it another million more. Um, But I do appreciate everybody's support and and, uh, continued growth. This is all organic growth through word of mouth. I don't market this podcast. It's strictly marketed through my audience, word of mouth, and, and people sharing the episode and text messaging an episode to their friends or family. So thank you, everybody, for continuing to do that, continuing to support. And with that said... Please, another fantastic conversation. Please welcome the one and only Nikki Costello. The Optimal Life. So a holistic lifestyle health and fitness coach. Let's get right into it. Explain explain to me exactly what this term ALDOA, E-L-D-O-A, what is that? Um, so ALDOA is a French acronym so all the words are French (laughs) Um, but basically it's osteoarticular longitudinal um, decollapsion is a a good way to to try to describe it it is um, it is moving fluid through the fascial system by creating figure eights throughout the fascial system of the body. So it helps to move the fluid and open up adhesions um, throughout the system and and it um, delivers nutrients and like all the healing things in our body to the cells and removes waste. so that's that's the easiest way to say it. <laughs> but, but how is it doing that? What what are, what is the vehicle that's forcing all those things through the body? So Eldoa is in movement. It is a type of um, it is a type of movement, a type of exercise um, where basically we're creating maximum tension throughout the fascial system. Um, you know, some people call it stretching. Some people don't. Um, it's really, it's really not stretching. <laughs> um, you basically put yourself into positions where they're very, very specific um, in their in their articulation and how you set somebody up. That takes the fascial system and twists it. So if you think about like wringing out a washcloth, right? You're creating that like figure eight. Um, in a washcloth and fluid moves out of the washcloth, right? So when we do that to our fascial system, the same thing happens. We start moving these fluids through the fascial system and the fascia is completely embedded into our body. So fascia is, is embedded fully into the muscles, the veins, the arteries, our brain, our organs, all the way down to the bone. And so through these movements, we start to create these figure eights throughout the fascial system so that we move the fluids into the areas to create balance and healing. So what exactly are the fascia and what, what do they do for the body? What Explain a little bit more. So our fascial system is tissue. It's for, um, to keep it simple, it is, it is connective tissue. Um, the fascia is a completely, um, 
connected interwoven tissue in the body so basically it is wrapped all the way from the tips of your toes to the tips of your fingers to the top of your head and this fascial system is embedded down into all of our tissue so this connected tissue this fascial system is fully embedded throughout our body like i said wrapping the nerves wrapping the veins um all the way down through the musculature to the bone um it's it you know is embedded into our organs it is what gives us um form right so Mm. if we didn't have a fascial system we wouldn't have form we would basically just be like muscles and things and skin hanging on bones Mm. so the fascia is actually what gives us form and this fascia is i like to describe it like fishing wire because it's it's super fine but in those in these little tubules that are all interconnected even more complicated than a spider web they're they are tubes it's like these these little tiny tubes and fluid moves through these tubes and is delivered to the cells so this ultimately is one of the main ways or one of the major ways our body delivers nutrients to the cells at a cellular level to create change throughout the cells. And you're saying that based upon various proven methods, techniques, movement methods, that we can manipulate the fascia to respond positively to the body? I mean, what exactly is happening? Um, well, it depends. You know, it's, it's a matter of um, what you're trying to accomplish. So with the Aldoa method and the other techniques developed by Dr. Voye, because this was a system um, developed by Dr. Guy Voye, he's a world-renowned osteopathic physician, um, started developing, developing this back in like, you know, mid-1900s, <laughs> like, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s. He was up there with Ida Rolf and John Barnes and people of, of that that nature in the exploration of healing and the fascial system. Um, the Aldoa was originally created specifically to the spine. And so what's happening with the Aldoa in, um, when we're treating the spine is something called decoaption. And what that means is that we are actually creating space between the vertebra and pumping fluid into the disc space via you know, via these movements. Um, so, you know, there's something that we, you know, we think about decompression, which is, you know, creating space, decompressing, that's not the same as decoaption. When we actually decoapt a joint, we allow synovial fluid, um, spinal fluid, all the things of the body that actually heal the joint space, heal the tissues to move into that area versus just decompressing and pulling it apart. So, the way this is working depending on what part of your body you're working on whether it's a shoulder joint a knee joint the joints of the spine um there are even um uh fascial fascial stretches fascial movements to help deliver fluids and heal the organs Mm. um so based on kind of what you're targeting and what you're working with these aldoas help to move the fluid throughout those systems so that we're putting in good nutrients and removing waste products inflammation things like that you mentioned shoulder that is a very near and dear topic to me because my shoulders are terrible i had surgery on a shoulder about 20 years ago 
my right shoulder. It still bothers me. I kind of re-injured it several summers ago. Um, and I've been working on building it back up, but I'm curious. So specifically for someone in my position that has a, a, a nagging shoulder injury or nagging shoulder pain, what are some things that uh, that I can do to fix that? Um, the first thing I would tell you that's the easiest thing for everyone to do with shoulder issues, even like neck issues, because those are typically very interrelated, often very interrelated, is to learn how to breathe properly. Um, deep belly diaphragmatic breathing helps to calm the nervous system and our nervous system is interwoven into the fascial system. I'm going to so, start deep breathing right now, Nikki. I'm, I'm doing it while you're speaking. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so it's, it's interwoven into our fascial system. So what happens is that when we are under stress, right, and whether it's conscious stress or subconscious, uh, whether it's at a level one or a level 10, as we start to um, stimulate our nervous system into more of a state of fight or flight, right? We start to stimulate the amygdala and we move into a heightened state of fight or flight, run from the tiger. Um, what happens because the nervous system is interwoven into the fascial system and they are deeply connected, the fascia automatically tones and tightens. So when our nervous system is heightened, that fascial system tightens and tones and starts to compress things. Right. So when we're talking about wanting to decompress and move fluid and have ease throughout a joint, one of the simplest things people can do is start to control their nervous system response and their stress. And that's without stretching or anything. <laughs> right. It's just deep belly diaphragmatic breathing to lower that central nervous system. Okay. And then, and then what if you, how do you piggyback off of the breathing with maybe a, a stretch of some sort? Is there anything specific? Um, so what happens with the Eldoas is that they are very specific to the individual. So it's a very um, specified sequence of movements um, for an individual. Mm -hmm. um, in the classes, even when we do group classes and group work, there is still an overall consideration of everyone in the group kind of taken, taken into the mind, you know, take it into your thought process before you start a group class and you start to put your sequences together. So, um, like, I honestly can't sit here and say, okay, just do this one thing. It is a very complicated practice. Uh, right. So, um, it's, it is something that, you know, like I said, is more dialed to the individual. Um, and and requires you know requires quite a bit of learning to to understand what you're doing and the kinds of movements you're doing. Right. So are you are you able to help people remotely, or are most of your clients in person so you could see exactly what's going on? Um, you know, Dr. Boyer is pretty uh, emphatic about people being in person, hands-on learning, tactile feedback, really getting very specific and very particular to get the maximum benefit out of the aldoas and myofascial stretches. Um, at the same time, he will tell you that if you get it 60 or 70% right, you are still going to get tremendous benefit, which is true. Um, because of COVID and the pandemic, I had to develop a way to start to work with people remotely. Um, so 
I have very successfully been able to work with clients from all over the country, teaching them alboas and myofascial stretches without ever having my hand on them. And that's mm. because, you know, they're at least getting it 60 to 70% right. It might not be perfect, um, right. but because they are getting that 60 to 70% um, correction with their movements, they're still making fantastic progress. Yeah, pain has such a direct impact on our emotional states. And yeah, people absolutely. that are experiencing severe levels of it are going to also be experiencing severe levels of some type of depression or uh, frustration, anxiety, etc. So right. you experienced quite a bit of that, I believe, when you were back in your 20s yeah. and um, were subject to a lot of pain. You were very competitive, gymnastics, dance, cheerleading, running, all these things at a very competitive level that you were doing. And then at some point, the pain became so bad. So talk to us about through your process. What, why were you in so much pain, and what did you do to start turning it around? Yeah. Um, you know, so it, I was in so much pain because I had just beat the crap out of myself. I mean, as a, as a competitive gymnast, you're just day in and day out. You're getting walloped in one way or another. Um, you know, I had broken bones, hyperextended knees, I had, you know, fractured my spine, had, um, you know, a lot of head injuries, a lot of neck trauma, things like that, and, you know, that was the foundation of, like, you know, the first 17, 18 years of my life, basically, that that, that level of competition and, and force on my body all the time. Um, Interestingly enough, by the time I was in my late teens, going into my early 20s, I was also severely chronically depressed and, you know, had to take time off from school when I was in college, um, you know, dealt with just severe depression, a lot of pain, a lot of dysfunction in my body. What, what, was, causing you the, what was causing you the depression, okay. Nikki? Oh, say that again, I'm what, sorry. What was causing the depression at that stage in your life? Um, at that stage in my life, uh, I was dealing with pretty chronic inflammation throughout my body from all the injuries and some pretty high levels of gut dysfunction. So I had some tremendous uh, gut issues that you know I was not able to correct and heal at that time. Um, I'm 42 now, and it, so at that time, you know, we're talking like mid late 90s. Um, and I was, you know, I went to school at the University of Kentucky, was from West Virginia. I was in an area where, you know, naturopathic medicine and holistic healing and things like that really weren't accessible to me. Like, I, I didn't know any other way other than a standard Western approach. And when they, you know, tested me and looked at my gut, they're just like, your gut looks fine. We don't know what the issue is. You know, you just must be a nervous person. <laughs> and, wow. and I was like, okay, <laughs> so now what? Right. And, you know, fast forward, you know, now doing what I do, I'm, I'm very clear that one of the major main causes of my depression was my chronic gut inflammation and my chronic systemic inflammation because of all of my injuries. Wow. Yeah, so the gut really is like the second brain, isn't that what people say? Absolutely, yeah. And it has a, a direct impact on the way that we think, feel, and act. 
Absolutely. Your serotonin production, and most people do not know this, but your serotonin production begins in your gut. So if you're chronically depressed, right, and serotonin is one of our, you know, our happy hormones, one of our happy brain chemicals, um, if you've got chronic gut inflammation, leaky gut, IBS, whatever the case may be, chronic constipation, diarrhea, parasites, fungal infections, you are impaired in your ability to produce serotonin and, you know, feel happy and good in your brain. And so if you're not addressing the gut dysfunction, you're never going to have optimal brain health. How do you address it? Are you using prebiotics and probiotics? What, what are some of the things that you do? Um, you know, for, for me, it was a matter of, you know, I had something called leaky gut syndrome. And, you know, leaky gut syndrome is where the lining of the gut becomes very permeable, where things leak through the gut lining into the bloodstream, and that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> so as those things leak into the bloodstream from the gut, because that isn't supposed to happen, what, what, ha what happens is that your body sees those things as invaders, and it starts to stimulate the immune system and overstimulate the immune system to where your immune system is just constantly like on super high alert. And so for me, it was a matter of, well, well why do you have leaky gut, right? And, and honestly, with, I would say more than half of my clients and a lot of people I talk to with severe gut issues, brain issues, systemic inflammation, they're dealing with some version of this. Mm -hmm. And so it's a matter of what is irritating that gut lining to cause the permeability, figuring that out and starting to remove those factors. So for some people, it's foods, you know, with, with this is where you have food allergies, food sensitivities, things like that, that starts to irritate the gut lining. Um, chronic fungal infections, candida, things like that irritate and aggravate the gut lining, parasites acidic infections irritate the gut lining, chronic stress, right? Really wow. high chronic stress, not sleeping well, not being hydrated, all of those things start to contribute to irritating that gut lining and it becoming damaged and permeable and then lighting up that systemic inflammation. It's almost like a dangerous loop that just keeps feeding off of each other because the yeah. right because your gut is is leaking and then you're becoming more depressed more anxious that those neurons in your brain or whatever is doing is, is triggering your gut to get even more excited and more high alert and blood and next thing you know it's an explosion is basically what you're saying exactly exactly so, and it's and the it's so hard to see because i have so many people that come in to see me that are in that loop and they're working with some practitioner or somebody who isn't nailing it, right? They're not looking at just gut permeability, overall gut health. They're like taking them down a hundred different roads to not be addressing that dangerous loop. Wow. And it's and, and it's a tricky loop to address. You know, it's there's a, there are a lot of layers and a lot of things to sort through, and, and it's and it's you know it's an and also there's there are multiple things you have to start doing to start to cool it down <laughs> to cool the gut down and allow allow that lining to heal and the, i mean the good news is that it's healable it's right. totally healable it's totally fixable but you've really got to have somebody to help guide you down that path in a very efficient way so that you're not just like spinning the wheels and getting frustrated and like you know just maybe addressing one or two of the problems and not all 10 so <laughs> so it, it becomes a, a complicated 
um, it becomes a complicated situation for a lot of people to dress if they don't have the right kind of guidance and the right kind of practitioner. Yeah, so outside of diet and changing uh, nutrition, lifestyle, what other, maybe name two, one or two things that, that else, one or two other things that help people, like you said, start to heal the gut. What are some things that they, they can do? Um, so I always, even with what you asked before, I come back to deep breathing, right? As I always think about whenever I'm coaching somebody or working with myself, um, I'm like, what are the, the biggest impactors what are the biggest points of impact with somebody that are simple that are un- that that's actually under their control that they don't have to go buy a supplement they don't have to go see somebody they don't have you know right this, and what do we do all the time because we are what we do on a regular basis um we breathe all the time right that's something that never stops and just by learning awesome solid breath techniques for settling the nervous system now again you're lowering the autonomic nervous system you're lowering your cortisol levels because cortisol will increase inflammation which will increase your gut permeability again a heartbeat and so i say okay well how can i what's the first thing i can do to help someone start to lower the autonomic nervous system lower their their stress response and allow that gut to heal and one of the easiest things is deep breathing Mm -hmm. proper breathing what else anything else um another piece would be proper hydration that is you know we hear that all the time as far as like hydrate 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 but i honestly don't think that people on truly i think that it's been so emphasized it is kind of one of those things that's like, yeah, 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 I know, right? The reality is that without proper hydration, our fascial system, which delivers those nutrients, removes waste, um, communicates with our autonomic nervous system. If it's not fully hydrated, it can't do what it does at an optimal level. And the gut itself, given that the fascia is embedded into the gut, then the gut can't do what it does optimally. And so half your body weight in ounces of water, pure, clean, filtered, full of minerals water um, at bare minimum. And if you are a super active person and you exercise a lot or you're like me, you live in a high desert climate, you live at altitude, you actually have to increase that a little bit. So you want to add, you know, add in another 10, 20, 30 ounces on top of half your body weight in ounces of water. Um, I had a, this is a perfect example. I had a woman come in, severe shoulder issues, severe, can't lift her arm over her head, can't take a shirt on and off, the whole deal. Mm. Been doing PT for six months, gotten a little bit better, you know, still not where she wants to be just not healing first conversation I have with every single one of my clients is how much water are you drinking we recognize she's definitely not drinking enough water I send her home with the homework of before we start you get hydrated in one week's time of her getting hydrated her shoulder pain went away wow she didn't change anything else wow because water is our shock absorber right water is the shock absorber of our system and so if we don't have it what do we have we have compression we have friction and when there's compression and friction then we have inflammation and pain so i interrupted that's incredible um and that's something everyone should pay attention to right now is is because i would imagine that 
90% of people are easily not getting enough fluids in their body every day. I mean, there's no way people are drinking uh, 100 to 120 ounces a day like we're supposed to. Or some, you know, some people maybe less, 75 or whatever. But the ones that are, need to drink 75 are probably drinking a third of that at most. And uh, right. that's a really good point that, that you bring up, the, the importance of hydration. I interrupted you before when you were talking about um, your process when you were in your 20s and you were going through all that pain because you said that you were depressed. So um, as you got through the depression and started f- addressing the gut, what, what else were you doing to uh, get yourself back on track? Um, it was a multi-multi-multi-layered approach for sure. Um, you know, I did start working with a naturopath who started me down the road of healing my leaky gut, treating parasites, treating fungus, getting my stress levels down, um, uh, working with my heavy metal toxicity, things like that. So there was the internal level happening um, at an external, uh, at another internal level. I was also dealing with healing, you know, deep severe emotional trauma and things like that which were also overstimulating my nervous system um physically on a physical level that's when i was introduced to the czech institute with paul czech and i i came into contact with an incredible czech practitioner who introduced me to corrective exercise um at that point i was already a personal trainer and in very much into strength training and bodybuilding and i'd worked for john defendus mr usa and i was an athlete and all deal but i was specifically focused on performance not healing and also how those two go together and so when i was introduced to this um, czech practitioner that shifted my whole trajectory in movement, how I move, movement patterns, um, posture, postural dysfunction, uh, how to balance the body and create decompression throughout the system with your exercise. And through all of that, you got to a place where you were essentially pain-free? So basically what happened is that in that whole journey, um, you know, I got better and better and better. But then I reached a point where I still had some things that weren't quite healed. Um, I had some points in the body, some some chronic severe points um, that just weren't shifting. Just, I had SI joint pain. I still had low back you know, issues. I still had some neck issues. I would say I was about let's call it 60%, 70% better than where I started. Okay. And that is when I moved to Colorado. I was in South Florida at the time. I moved out here to Colorado about 10 years ago when I was 32. And that's when I met Mark Barnes. And he was the son of John Barnes, who invented myofascial release. And I worked with him in his physical therapy clinic and a myofascial clinic. And that's when I really started to, that's like when the whole picture came together of what was missing. And by learning more about the fascial system, myofascial release, and addressing that part of my body, then I completed my healing process. You've worked extensively with chiropractors, naturopaths, and acupuncturists. I go to a chiropractor uh, not as regularly as I'd like to, again, for the shoulder. And I have to tell you, every time I leave there, I feel better. Yeah. He, he puts me back into place. He realigns me. Uh, it's it's a little painful at times, 
but I feel so much different. I am a huge yeah. believer and, and a huge supporter. I, I find it shocking of people that don't that don't believe that um, chiropractors actually do anything. I, they they do. I, I go to them. Um, so talk a little bit about your approach with chiropractors, um, what your take is on that practice, and then kind of give us the differences between those three that I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, you know, with any modality, whether it's chiropractic, physical therapy, acupuncture, massage, anything where someone from the outside is treating you, um, that's what it is. It's a treatment. It, it's a tool. It's something to help you along the way. At the end of the day, most people can't afford to go see someone all the time to constantly fix them. So I believe in an integrated approach where if you're not taking your own responsibility to figure out what kind of movement and things you need to do, what other parts of your life you need to address, whether it's your stress, your hydration, your nutrition, um, you know, your gut, things like that, that if you're not taking a full-on approach to healing the body that you're just constantly going to be going back to those practitioners mm -hmm. and so my goal when I work with somebody is that you know I have a team approach I have a team of people that I refer out to when necessary but their foundation is their movement their foundation are these myofascial stretches um, adapted yoga the eldoas the, the foundation is the corrective exercise the strengthening of the core the correction of the posture that's the foundation because if you're having to go back to a practitioner once a week twice a week three times a week two times a month whatever it is to constantly get fixed there's something wrong mm, interesting so you're saying that the practitioners are there as kind of a supplemental um, approach to this this healing process, but it shouldn't be your prime focus. You can't rely on that. Exactly. It's just like taking supplements for nutrition, right? Supplements are great. They're helpful. They're helpful if you have deficiencies. But if the reason you have these deficiencies is because of your leaky gut and you're not addressing your leaky gut and getting in good nutrition, are you going to take supplements for the rest of your life? You right. know, what happens if supplements aren't available to us? So we have to think about that kind of stuff of like, what if supplements aren't available? What if my chiropractor goes out of business? What, you know, like, what I'm looking at is like, how do we come become a, a completely self-sustained unit? Right? How do we heal this body? Because it can heal. Our bodies have a tremendous amount of wisdom within it. It has the perfect blueprint of health within it. But how do we give it the right tools and the right steps to reactivate that perfect blueprint of health so that we become that that sustained individual where, you know, we can live our lives, we can do what we do, we do the, fun, the things that we like to do for fun, for recreation, whatever it is, without pain and dysfunction and with, re with resiliency. Yes. So that when we take a fall, we take a step back, we have a bad day of eating, we fall off our bike, whatever, you know, we put ourselves back together pretty quickly and are back on our feet quickly it's not this oh my god I just had a huge setback and now for the next six months I'm screwed yeah that's very powerful and that's great insight it, it seems like you're a new age type of fitness coach and wellness coach um, because you're not just 
and you can speak a little bit more about this with what you do exactly with the clients, but it doesn't sound like you're just there to make sure that they're getting their calorie, you know, burning calories on the treadmill and lifting weights. I mean, you do you do help people with fitness and exercise, but you're taking this holistic approach where the, the mind, the body, um, everything's con- interconnected and you're looking at them, almost evaluating them on a case-by-case basis to ensure that they are not injuring themselves, to ensure they're not go- gonna start finding severe pain in, in certain areas, you're kind of like this all-in-one uh, coach. So is that accurate, what I just said? And, and explain a little bit more about exactly what you do at Dragonfly Health. Yeah, um, that's exactly accurate. <laughs> Good, we're done. We're done. Thanks, nice thanks talking. For, thanks for yeah, saying nice, that. Nice talking um, to you. It's, it's funny because I, you know, I, I hesitate when people are like, oh, you're a personal trainer. I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, um, you know, yes, that's one of my, one of my certifications, but it, I, it's, I do, I take, I take a very holistic approach in someone's healing journey. You know, when someone comes in to see me, my intake and evaluation covers their mental health, their emotional health, their nutrition, their breathing patterns, their hydration, their stress levels, um, and then their injuries and their body and what's actually showing up in the physical body. Um, so when someone comes in to see me, you know, I'm taking a very holistic, systemic approach and looking at them and saying, okay, what are the main things we need to address first as we start working through these layers to get them to where they want to go? And at that point, it's, you know, through using that, utilizing that assessment and and just history and experience and wisdom, saying, okay, you know, how do we construct this in a way that this person can actually do this, right? Because everybody's different. Some people come in, total type a hundred percent like they're ready they want all the tools they're going to implement them tomorrow like boom they're ready to go but that's not you know that's one out of ten so it's figuring out where people are when they come in and saying okay given the rest of their load in their life their work their stress whatever else is going on how do we start to implement these changes to create the biggest impact right away in a way that isn't also increasing and putting more stress on their body and on their system. Mm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. This is the new. This is the new way. This is the new age. Uh, physical fitness trainers that are just trying to put you on a treadmill and, and help you lose twenty pounds. That's that's yesteryear. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing more and is. more of this because <laughs> people realize people are finally recognizing how. The mind and the brain, it, that's first and foremost the most important thing. You can never get your body to the physical condition you want it to without optimizing, as you've pointed out several times today, the mind, the brain, the body, and doing things the right way to to ensure you know you have that backup. When you do have a rainy day, when, you, when your gut is going bad, that you have that foundation, that, that system that's going to help you push through and, and recover quickly. Yeah. Um, Dragonfly-health.com where is your website. That's where you can connect with Nikki and learn more about her practice. Uh, last one for me before we let you go is um, you're, you've mentioned you're dealing with a lot of different people. It's not one size fits all. Uh, everyone has their own issues and everyone needs their own customized program. But that said, if you had to look at all your clients today after a brutal 2020, the pandemic, and people coming in to see you. Is there one common theme that you could identify 
that people have struggled most with when they're starting their you know starting out with you I would say that what people often struggle with the most is the actual acceptance of where they are. Um, what happens for a lot of people is that they they end up at my door <laughs> and they've been sent there from a doctor or a friend or whoever it is. And there is like a hard realization of where they've ended up today and how they've maybe neglected their bodies, you know, how they've neglected their lifestyle, how they haven't put themselves first. Mm. And to sit and look at that and recognize that, you know, great, now I'm 20 pounds overweight a year later after this pandemic. Uh, now I'm in more, you know, my back hurts, my hips hurt. Um, I'm, you know, I'm depressed, whatever the case may be. Um, there's a, I'd say the hardest thing is, is people, you know, having that awakening or realization of where they are sitting in present time and, you know, not, not beating themselves up for how they've gotten there. And so that's, I think that's one of the biggest things that people, people are struggling with right now. They're, they're excited to move forward and they're hopeful and they've, you know, they recognize with the system of approach that I've put together that it resonates and it makes sense and they're like oh my gosh I get this and I and I see it all and I see why the old approach doesn't work anymore and I see why this doesn't work anymore but there's always a it's a hard thing to see when someone comes in of you know when they're trying to come to terms with where they are yeah. and how how far from ideal they've gotten yeah oh that's yeah. spot on and I'm not surprised that you say that again it goes back to the mental and emotional and um, yeah. you know to be in that state of denial and, and almost like a, an awakening moment for these people that makes total sense yeah. and I, I'd like to give you um, so with with the dragonfly-health.com um, that's where currently people will be able to access I've, I've just recently created a six-week resilient spine program um, for them that is that is really spine focused and it's still uh, we bring in all of the elements I just talked to you about as far as stress and breathing and hydration. It, it is a full system approach. Um, if people are wanting to explore further just the Eldellas and coaching and things like that, they can find me at myholebody.net. Um, that's how they can just reach me individually should they need to, should they be interested in Eldella classes or, you know, really working with their system holistically it's mywholebody.net beautiful we'll link them up in the show notes uh nikki costello thank you so much for your time today very very in interesting and important stuff and uh, we'll be watching your continued growth from the sidelines thanks again awesome thanks nate